the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Before Sarah discovered ChumbaCasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah. Woo! Often thinks about the old boring Sarah yes. and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over a hundred casino-style games, so join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Tevin Jameer, back at it again with another episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. I swear it's been like, it feels like a minute since I made like the last episode, but you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it. Just, you know, obviously y'all know I'm in school, so, you know, a lot of school stuff going on, just life pretty much. That's why I haven't really been um getting to the podcast like that, but Yeah, so we back at it again with another episode. Uh, This one isn't going to be like that crazy. I'm not really going to be talking about too much. This is actually going to be more of a personal episode, like not me talking about a bunch of topics that's going on outside, but more just me talking about stuff that I'm feeling at this point in time. And um, one of the things that I do want to talk about with that is... Well, actually, before I get into any of the personal stuff, I know there's two things people are probably going to want me to address. One, obviously, people will probably want me to address the death of Takeoff, um, you know, Takeoff from the Migos. You know, funny enough, <laughs> when it, I'm not laughing about his death, but it's it was funny to me because when I found out, I texted my girlfriend and she was like... I was like, babe, take off from the Migos dive. And she's like, who? And I'm like, you, you, you're, you're serious? I was like, take off. Migos. You don't know who he is. And she's just like, no, I don't know who that is. I'm like, you don't know who the Migos is? She's like, no, I don't know who the Migos are. But later when I saw her that day, I showed her a picture of the Migos. And the, yeah, so I guess she knows the face and she knows the songs because I, I asked her how she ever heard Bad and Bougie. And she said, yeah, so I guess she never put face to the songs or whatever. But I'm just like, how the hell do you not like at first I can understand like when the Migos first came out. I'm not going to lie. When they first came out, I couldn't tell who was who. I didn't know who the hell was who. But once, you know, once you start listening to their music more and like you start to get to know them more, obviously, you know, which one is which. So, you know, and I I mean, we were kind of at a point in life now where pretty much everybody knew who the Migos were outside of that group. Like everybody, at least I thought knew 
Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff when they're not all together, but I guess there's people like my girlfriend out there that really don't know um, who the hell is who when they're not together, or she didn't even know who the Migos were until I showed them a picture, so I guess she just don't know in general, but yeah, I know you guys will want me to address the death of Takeoff, and as much as I want to talk about it, um, I'm not going to talk about it this episode because I have a guest coming soon that I really want to, you know, talk to him about it. So I'll address it there. But also, I I, I do want to say this, and this kind of ties back to my whole PNB Rock, you know, video or episode. If, if you guys listen to it or if you guys watch it or if you want to watch it, just hit the, you know, the uh, Hate It or Love It playlist. But it kind of ties back to my PNB Rock thing. If you want to know how I feel about, you know, Takeoff's death, just listen to that episode because that's how I pretty much feel. And all I'm going to say is, you know, after PNB Rock's death, I kind of just gave up with, you know, this whole rap culture. And everybody keeps saying that, you know, we need to have a conversation and stuff like that. And people are saying, oh, it's not about music, it's about the street code. And the thing is, with people saying that, you know, all this doesn't stem from music, but stems from the street code, you know, there's a very thin line and a very, like, very thin line between rap and street culture. In a lot of places, they pretty much go hand in hand. But here's the thing, why would, why did rap become... Or why the street culture and rap, why are they so closely associated? Because like I said before, it all stems from how in this country we all, like, black people just weren't supposed to make it. And people made rap to talk about their struggles. People made rap to talk about real life experiences, or at least the creation of rap. Not only with just for fun, but also, like, the early stems of rap. And I did a paper on this, so anybody want to argue with me, I, I, I know my facts. The early stems from rap started with poetry where, you know, black people was talking about the racial injustices, you know, in America and stuff like that. So why the streets and rap are closely associated is because, you know, basically rap started from the streets. That's how it all started. So when people say that this isn't rap culture, this is street culture, it all is kind of one in the same. Now, obviously, you got your rappers that aren't street or nothing like that. But it's just like we do need to like I know people are trying to say that this isn't linked to music. Takeoff wasn't dissing nobody. He wasn't dissing no ops. But at the end of the day, you can't deny that there is a correlation between the two. Whether Takeoff was dissing somebody and that wasn't the result of it, street culture and rap culture are still heavily tied together. So you cannot sit here and say that, you know, music didn't partly play a part in his death. And by the way, he's a rapper anyway, so he's a target automatically to, to a lot of people, especially broke people. But, you know, like I said, I'm not going to get too deep into that one until like the episode that, you know, my guest is going to be on and we're going to talk about that. But, you know, like I said, I pretty much gave up with the whole, you know, rap culture and stuff like that. And I've kind of gotten to a point where, 
you kind of got to get used to, you know, this shit. You got to get used to your favorite rapper is probably going to die someday, which is sad because I see how my parents are. And matter of fact, I think it was like a few weeks ago. My mom is always watching these episodes on YouTube. So mom, if I'm right, please put it in the comments. I know you're going to comment, but I think recently her and my dad went to go like to a show with a old rapper or like an old artist that they used to listen to and they were doing like i don't know some type of anniversary show or something like that basically she got to see artists that she grew up on in person or you know you know in live my dad got to do that i and you know last summer um we were looking at my pop pop's old tapes and he was filming a concert that he went to with an artist that, you know, he was listening to through his life. And it's sad because the way rap is going right now, and I'm not trying to exaggerate, but this is something that we've been seeing a lot lately. It's getting to a point now where, like, a lot of the rappers that we rock with a lot, it's getting to a point where, hell, I don't know if any of them are going to be alive by the time, or I'm not going to say any of them will be alive. You know, obviously that's an exaggeration, but a lot of them may not be alive by the time we get old enough, you know, where we could tell our kids about these artists or something like that. When I'm 40 years old, and is the rappers that I'm listening to still going to be alive at this point? Because a lot of them are, you know, dropping like flies. I can't show... And it's sad because, you know, like I said, P&B Rock meant a lot for people in my in my area. So I can't show, well, I can obviously show my kids like videos of P&B Rock and stuff like that, but I can't take them to a concert. I can't take them to an X concert. I can't take them to Amigos concert. I can't take them to a lot of these concerts of artists that I like. And, you know, stuff like that because they keep dropping like fucking flies and it's, you know, it's crazy. But like I said, you like it's sad. It really is sad. But I mean, that's how it is nowadays. We just got to get used to it. I hate to say it. I really hate to say it, but we kind of got to get used to the fact that you may love a rapper today and they could literally be gone tomorrow. Like that's basically the reality of it because some of these rappers weren't even you know famous long that long to be honest i don't think x was mainstream famous for that long before he got killed juice world i don't think he was mainstream famous that long pop smoke i really i i, I really don't feel like like i said it, it's getting to a point now where these rappers literally get on one day and then die the next so I hate to say we got to get used to it because it doesn't because things doesn't seem like they're going to change anytime soon, though. I am someone that believes that change will happen just very slowly, like very, very slow. But yeah, the other thing I know you guys may want me to address is, you know, the Kanye West stuff. I haven't made an episode around the time of all the Kanye stuff. Which, I'm not going to address that. I kind of want to save that for, um, you know, um, my guest. Basically, the guest I'm going to have, me and this person talk about movies and rap a lot. Especially rap. So, that's why I want to save, like, all the rap topics for him. But, um, yeah. Even this Drake and 21 album, it literally just came out today, the day that I'm filming this. 
but I'm not going to talk about it now because I want to wait till, you know, he gets on. But yeah. All right. So what I do want to talk about first off is recently Halloween just passed. Now, something that a lot of people may not know about me is that I'm a big horror movie person. I love you know, Halloween time, you know, I grew up with a lot of classic Halloween movies and shows and cartoons and stuff like that. Like growing up, you know, Cartoon Network used to play Goosebumps around that time of the year. Um, uh, Scary Godmother was like one of my favorite animated movies on Cartoon Network to wait for every year. Halloween Town is like one of my favorite movies. As I grew up, I became more of a horror movie fan. And you guys probably know this because of I think my last episode was literally about Halloween ends. I love Halloween. I love horror movies. So whenever Halloween rolls around, I always like to try to have fun. And so how is my Halloween this year? I will say Halloween day itself, I didn't really do much. I just stayed home. Um, this might sound weird, but I was actually wrapping Christmas gifts on Halloween because I'm someone that likes to get all my Christmas shopping out of the way, especially since, I don't know, man. I was talking to my barber about this recently. Black Friday deals don't like black friday isn't a special like holiday anymore like i remember back in the day when i was younger like me and my mom going to the mall and seeing people go crazy for black friday deals and stuff like that but you know me working at walmart and you know now that you know online shopping is starting to be a big thing and like you know me and my friends like to go to stores a lot whenever we hang out I noticed that they're really like Black Friday deals aren't special because the deals are kind of going on all month. Like some stores, maybe they will bust out like crazy deals the day of, but most stores that I go to, their deals, they've always, they're like for the month of November and December, you're basically getting Black Friday deals. It just, you know, they might just put out more on the day of. So Black Friday doesn't really feel that special to me, but... I completely got off track. So yeah, Christmas, I was, or Christmas, Halloween, I was wrapping Christmas gifts for my family. I got all my Christmas shopping literally out of the way. I got, you know, my family's gifts. I guess the only other person to shop for left is my girlfriend, but I mean, we'll see about that. Um, besides that, you know, it's really the day before Halloween where stuff actually happens somewhat. So me and my friends, or my one friend Al, you guys know him because he was on the podcast. Um, my friend Al, he has this one friend out in Philly. We were like, you know, let's go, um, let's go out there, check out her party and whatever. And it was it was cool. It was like a nice little vibe. I kind of feel like the girl's mom was like into Al a little bit. Damn, I I don't know if this girl is, I mean, I, I don't know, but I mean, in the rare chance that the girl is watching my podcast, yeah, I thought your mom was like into Al. It, she seemed very into him, but um, yeah, so it was like a nice little kickback. I personally enjoy myself, but you know, my friends, since they're single, they were, you know, trying to find girls at the party and whatever, and you know wasn't really much going on so after that one of our friends they they went back to uh rowan because there was a party out over there i don't know how his night went 
But, I mean, he FaceTimed us in the middle of the party, so I'm guessing maybe his night went pretty well. He tried to make us jealous, but... See, the one thing about me is I don't get jealous over shit like that. Actually, I rarely ever get jealous, but that's another topic for another day. Me and Al, though, we went to this club in Philly that we can get in for free. And, you know, this is something I've been talking about with my brother and, like, some of my friends for a minute. You know, you know when you go to clubs, of course couples are going to be there and whatever. Like, you know, couples like to have fun, too. But... Usually, like, I noticed with back in the day, it seemed more like single people would mostly go to the club just to try to find someone to hook up with or, you know, just have fun with their friends or, you know, stuff like that. From what I've seen, of course, because I'm only 24, I haven't been going to clubs that much. Um, from what I've seen, you know, it seemed like back in the day, a lot more single people would be at the club. I don't know if it's just the clubs in Philly or like, you know, the ones that we go to, but it seems like every club we go to, and I'm not even just talking about Halloween night or, you know, when we went, like even before, like every time we go to a club in Philly, it seems like most people is there as a couple. And I'm just like, you know, I understand couples want to go and have fun and whatever, but what the hell are y'all here for? Like, unless y'all trying to find like a third person. Which, that's not me. I don't like, you know, I'm not doing that. But if y'all are out here trying to find a third person, then I guess, maybe. But if y'all just here just to be up on each other, then, I mean, what's the what's the point of being here? And, you know, that's how it was at the club on Halloween. Like, Al was trying to find himself, you know, a girl to dance with, possibly get a number. But everybody in there pretty much was in a relationship. And me, you know, I'm just following him around. You know, I'm dancing a little bit. I'm not really going too hard and not really doing anything because, hey, like I said in this episode, I'm cuff. So what am I going to do besides just dance, maybe have a drink? Like, you know, that's about it for me. But, um, yeah, so we kind of went in and went out because, you know, Al, he, he couldn't find nobody. And honestly, it was it kind of was like not the vibe, but personally me, I usually go to work Saturday nights or I sleep for work Saturday nights. Cause I work early in the morning and you know, it was, it felt good to not have to go to work. So, you know, I'm out of the house. I'm not going to work. The, the little kickback, I enjoyed it. I don't know about them, but I enjoyed the little kickback. And, you know, since I'm cuffed, I don't, I'm not really worried about talking to nobody. So I enjoyed myself at the club for the little bit of time that we were there or whatever. And after that, we got us some cookies and whatever. <laughs> we got us some cookies. Hey, insomnia cookies be hidden. But, um, yeah, so Halloween wasn't nothing crazy, but I enjoyed my time. And I'm someone where it's not hard to please me. So just doing that stuff, whether that sounds like a bad night to y'all or whether my friends enjoyed it or not, I kind of enjoyed the night because it really wasn't that bad to me. Um, but 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now that Halloween is out of the way, y'all know how it is when Halloween is over. When Halloween is over, we're basically in the Christmas time. Like, I feel bad for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving kind of doesn't exist until around the time of Thanksgiving. Like, I feel very bad for, like, Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is actually a holiday that I really much enjoy just because I get to be around my family and I get some good-ass food. So, I enjoy Thanksgiving, even though now I'm pescatarian. I've, I've been, like, pescatarian for, like, the past two or three years. A lot of people, like, especially my family, they be annoying me with, with this shit. But, um, like, everybody always had their pescatarian jokes with me. Like, oh, Tevin, uh, go outside and eat grass. Or, like, Tevin, go get some grass for me to, like, cook and whatever. Like, despite me being pescatarian, because the only thing I don't eat is meat. I still eat my seafood. I still eat everything else. The only thing I don't eat is meat. And, um... Besides that, like, you know, even though I'm pescatarian, like, I've still been able to manage very well, trust me, I've been able to manage very well during Thanksgiving. So, I always look forward to Thanksgiving, but, you know, like I said, once the clock hits November 1st, it is pretty much Christmas time, and, you know... This year, people some some people ain't waste no damn time. I've been seeing I've been seeing a few companies do like Christmas commercials in between October, and I even remember. Um, actually, okay, little shout out. I guess I listened to Eminem's daughter's podcast, a little shady podcast, and they were even talking about that. They were talking about how some people is already into like Christmas mode even though we're not even done Halloween yet. And it's like, what? I appreciate every holiday, most, actually most holidays. I appreciate most holidays for what it is. And, you know, I'm not in the Christmas mood. I mean, besides me wrapping my family's gifts. For the most part, I am not in Christmas mode until, really not until past Thanksgiving. As of right now, you know, if a Christmas movie comes on, I'll check it out. Like, if it's one that I like, I'll check it out. If, if one of my friends got a Christmas movie on, I'll check it out. If, like, you know, something in my city is going on, because I know um, around where I live, they like to do, like, the Christmas lights and whatever. I'll You know, I'll check it out if my friends want to go. So... I'm not opposed to, like, dabbling in the Christmas stuff around this time, but I'm not fully Christmas mode until after Thanksgiving. And when I say fully Christmas mode, like, blasting Christmas movie, I mean, Christmas music in the car, listening to Christmas music on my phone, um, watching Christmas movies. Like, even this year, I kind of want to do my own 25 Days of Christmas because I used to watch that when it was on ABC Family and Freeform. But over the years, I kind of realized their movie selection for that is kind of ass. It seemed like for the last few years, 
it's like, oh, let's play a Pixar movie and just call it a day, which a lot of Pixar movies aren't Christmas movies. So now that, you know, streaming is a big thing and you can pretty much watch any movie you want just if you have the service or not, I'm thinking about just doing my own 25 days of Christmas, like picking 25 of my favorite Christmas movies and just watching them each day. Maybe I'll throw in an extra one if I want to, but just going to go through and you know, watch all the Christmas movies that I like. Though, one thing that I very much enjoy about this time of the year, and, and a lot of people be looking at me crazy when I say this, I actually love Hallmark Christmas movies. But not in the way you think, but I love Hallmark Christmas movies. And a lot of people like be like, Tevin, why the hell do you like Hallmark Christmas movies? They're like bad movies or whatever. But that's the thing. I like it because they're so bad that they're good to me. Like, obviously, we all know the plot line of Hallmark Christmas movies. You know, rich woman or woman that works for some type of business have to go back to her small town. And, you know, she's staying with family and whatever back in her old small town. She, you know, she sees her childhood friend or ex-boyfriend or whatever. And they spark a romance throughout the whole movie, realizing that they should be together. You know, there's a Christmas shop somewhere. There's a dog or a kid. It's everybody knows the tropes of Hallmark Christmas movies. So it's it's like, you know. They're bad. Yes, obviously, we know they're bad. The acting is very, you know... I won't say that I've ever seen a Hallmark Christmas movie where, like, the acting is trash, like a Tommy Wiseau type movie. But, you know, the acting ain't nothing amazing. The plots are very clean, cookie-cutter. It's all... Like, a lot of them are a lot of the same stuff. I will say there is some genuinely... In my opinion, genuinely good Hallmark movies that I enjoy. There is some, and I'm not talking like the regular Hallmark movie. I don't care about Hallmark when, you know, it's not Christmas time. I only care about it around Christmas time. Some of the movies, and if you guys want to watch these, that this is why I'm telling y'all, write this down, take notes. Um, some of the Hallmark Christmas movies that I actually do enjoy is Christmas Waltz. You heard that? Christmas Waltz. Write this down if you guys want to watch some Hallmark Christmas movies. Christmas Waltz. Christmas with the Darlings. Christmas with the Darlings is actually my number one favorite. Um, Cross Country Christmas. Just because if you grew up on Disney Channel like I did, Cross Country Christmas reminds me so much of Good Luck Charlie Christmas. Just because, you know, both movies are about, you know, people racing home for the holidays or racing to get somewhere for the holidays. So, you know, Cross Country Christmas Christmas is another one. Five Star Christmas is another one that I really like. And I think there is another one that I actually like, but I, the name kind of escapes me. That's why I try to write these down whenever... Um, I try to write these down whenever there is one that I like. And speaking of ones that I like, you know, it's a joke for me and my brother. Because me and my brother, Steve, we actually love watching Hallmark Christmas movies. He likes watching Hallmark movies in general. Like, he'll watch even when it's not Christmas time. Me, if it's not Christmas time, then I just don't give a damn. But we love watching Hallmark Christmas movies. And it's a funny thing where... 
I I watch them sometimes at home, and some and you know the ones I watch at home they're not bad, but it's something about when I'm at my brother's apartment. Whenever I go to my brother's apartment, they play the best Hallmark Christmas movies. Every single one I just named to y'all, every single one I just named to y'all, I've seen them all for the first time at my brother's apartment. I don't know what it is about the movies they show while I'm over at his place, but they play some of the best Hallmark movies over there. Excuse me. They play some of the best Hallmark movies over there. So that's why around this time of the year, I try to go over it. I mean, obviously last year I had finals around this time in, you know, obviously I'm going to have finals around this time this year. And I like doing my homework or I like doing assignments or finals over his place. Cause you know, it's, it's more of a chill spot. Nobody's bothering me or anything like that. But besides that, that's why I like going over his place around this time of the year. Because they be playing some of the best Hallmark Christmas movies while I'm over there. So, yeah. Um, besides that, you know, outside of the Hallmark Christmas movies. Besides that. If you guys want, if you guys want my recommendation of Christmas movies that I like... You know, I actually have a list right here on my phone, you know, because like I said, I want to do my own 25 days of Christmas, but I have the list right here and some of my favorite Christmas movies or just movies to watch around this time. I think an obvious one is the Rankin Bass or Rankin Bass, however you say it, you know, those old stop motion animated Christmas cartoons that they used to do back in the do, I mean, back in the day, like, um, Rudolph, A Year Without Santa, Miser Brother Christmas. I I love those movies. So obviously those, if you grew up in the 90s or the early 2000s, I'm pretty sure they're very old ass cartoons. So I'm pretty sure even my brothers grew up on it. Maybe even my parents. But all I know is I think I was part of the last generation that they would play those movies all the time for. So you grew up in the 90s early 2000s i know y'all know what i'm talking about those old stop motion movies used to hit but um some of my favorite christmas movies and some of them are children christmas movies some of them are adult movies so write down these movies the i guess these are my christmas recommendations um almost christmas that's one that i like a lot um christmas with the cranks is another one eight crazy nights now that one is um what's that holiday i forget what the holiday is oh um hanukkah it's a hanukkah movie because you know adam sandler made it he's jewish so of course that movie is a hanukkah movie but i still watch it because you know it still heavily uses you know it still heavily features a lot of christmas stuff in it so i like to watch that especially since adam sandler is the goat um, Fred Claus is one that I like. Friday After Next, that one is the Christmas movie in the Friday series. Harold and Kumar Christmas is another one that I like. Christmas Story. Christmas Story, top five best Christmas movies ever. Um, I saw that they're making a sequel, Christmas, A Christmas Story Christmas. So... Obviously, you know, when that drops, I think it drops November 17th. So whenever that releases, 
I'm on that. I'm going to watch that. I think I need to watch that with my brother because we love, like, that's kind of a tradition for us to watch Christmas Story at some point every year um, or some point, you know, watch it around Christmas time every year. Sometimes we watch it when TBS does the whole day rerun. Sometimes we watch it. I remember, like, two years ago, they re-released it in theaters and it was, like, very low-key. And we and we actually went to go see that. So Christmas Story is definitely a movie that I don't even think I need to recommend because I think a, a lot of people know Christmas Story. Like that's a Christmas classic. So y'all ain't y'all ain't got to write that one down. That one is a certified classic. Um, Best Man Holiday. That's part of the Best Man movie series. Best Man Holiday is like one of my favorite Christmas movies. And it's it's good enough to where actually it takes place around Christmas time, but I wouldn't say that it's like a fully full on Christmas movie. Like this is definitely something that you can watch outside of Christmas because while it's taking place during Christmas time, like the plot isn't really just based all around Christmas. I would say for this movie, Christmas is just an excuse to bring everybody together. That's all it really is. Um... My favorite Christmas movie, and actually this is a theory I've had for a lot of people, or I should say a lot of black people, this Christmas is a lot of black people's favorite Christmas movie. I swear, every black person I've asked thus far, when I ask them what's their favorite Christmas movie, nine times out of ten, they always say this Christmas. And that just goes to show... Just how good of a movie this Christmas is. That like that's my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Even over a Christmas story, like no matter what Christmas movie you mention with it, I'm always gonna say this Christmas. I love this movie. Um You got Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I like Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas more than I like Once Upon a Christmas, but both of them are really good. I'll be home for the holidays. I don't watch that one that much, like every year, but I still enjoy that one. I already had now. I already said good luck, Charlie Christmas. I like that one. Um, one Godmother. That's on uh, Disney Plus. It ain't like you know. It just came out last year, so it ain't like you know a Christmas classic for me. But when I watched it, I, I fairly enjoyed it. It wasn't nothing bad, so I think that one's pretty decent. Um, 12 Dates of Christmas. Now, I was thinking that this was a Hallmark movie, but it's actually a Disney, I think, ABC Family or Freeform movie. And I actually really enjoyed it. Like, I was expecting, and it's funny, my last year where I was at Mason, and it was around Christmas time, I was just scrolling through Christmas movies. Like I said, I thought this was going to be a Hallmark movie. I pressed on it. And I remember it was me and my roommate in the room. You know, he was playing his video game or whatever. I didn't even think he was paying attention. And we were both, like, he like he hinted that he was, like, kind of watching a little bit, too. And when we were watching it, we both said that we were, like, going in expecting to hate the movie. Like, we were expecting to call the movie trash or whatever. But it's actually a very decent movie, and it's actually a movie that I've been watching since that year, so 12 Dates of Christmas is another one. It's a, it's basically the Christmas equivalent of Groundhog Day. Girl just keeps reliving, I think, Christmas or Christmas Eve. She relives one of those days, 
and I'm not going to spoil nothing, but check out that movie. Krampus. Now, I put this on the list because I want to watch it, but i never seen Krampus, but I love horror and I love Christmas, so I think I'm very much going to like it. Four Christmases is another one that I like a lot. Um, I wouldn't say top five, but it's up there. Daddy's Home 2, top five Christmas movie for me. I love Daddy's Home 2, which is crazy because I don't know if I ever said it before. I despise Will Ferrell. I don't like Will Ferrell at all. But the Daddy's Home movies, I have to admit, are pretty good movies. Mostly because of Mark Wahlberg. But yeah, um, I like the Daddy's Home movies, especially Daddy's Home 2, which, you know, I love that because... I feel like it's one of those Christmas movies that you don't have to just watch during Christmas, but I, I feel like it enhances the feeling of it when you watch it during Christmas. Polar Express, that's another classic. People kind of get freaked out by the visuals, but hey, it's an undeniable classic for people my age. And uh, Office Christmas Party, that one isn't a classic to me, but, you know, um, I rock with it. Like, it's nothing too crazy. And obviously, I didn't name the other one that a lot of people my age love, and that's uh, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. I want to like I want to watch that one, but I don't really have a lot of ways to watch it. So if I find a way to watch it, obviously I watch it. That's a classic for people my age, but you know I don't have no way to watch it right now. Um, yeah, so that was about it. As far as, like, my whole Christmas movies and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to figure out how I want to watch these movies. And maybe I'll update I'll update y'all and I'll let you know which movies I am watching each day. So, whoever is, like, a loyal follower of mine or whatever, they can watch the movies along, like, each day with me. So, I, I hope to, um, you know, I hope to, uh, you know execute that because i know december is gonna be hard like last december i ain't really get a chance to like fully get into all the christmas festivities because of finals and stuff like that but seeing how i have less classes now and you know i i feel like this is gonna be a lot easier for me as far as like you know christmas and stuff like that but besides christmas i just thought about it this is my last semester of college like after this next month, it's over. Like, college is finally going to be done. So, that's something that's really crazy for me. I, I Like, yeah, th that is something that's really crazy for me. So, not only is this going to be a special time of the year, not just because of Christmas, but also because I'm going to be officially done college. And, you know... That's something that me and my friends have been talking about a lot. Well, not specifically me finishing college, but, you know, just where we're going to go in life going forward. And, you know, one of my friends just started a new job and, you know, he's thinking hard about where his life is going. My friend Al, he graduated and, you know, he's applying for jobs and stuff like that. He's trying to figure out where his life is going. Me, look, here's the thing about me. Obviously, I have a goal that I'm working towards. Obviously, I know what I want to do. I want to be in the entertainment field. I really want to be a director, but I've always said that as long as I'm in the entertainment field in film or TV, and I don't mean like news or anything like that. Like, I mean, obviously, someday I may work for the news, you know, just to get myself out there. But 
as long as I'm in the film or TV industry in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to be satisfied. But here's the thing for me. And I even said this to I even said this to my one friend who's been stressing out a lot about it. Here's the thing for me. Some people may feel like this is a foolish way of thinking. Some people may not. I'm someone where I fully believe no matter and I'm not trying to say this in a good or bad way, because it can either it can go either or. What's supposed to happen to you is going to happen to you. Like I remember me and my friends had a discussion about this in college where we felt, you know, the old age discussion. Do you feel like, you know, God has everything planned out for you or do you feel like you have free will? Like, do you really fully feel like you have free will? And I told I told everybody, I feel like there's a mixture of both. And what I mean by that is. I feel like. God has predetermined lessons and events that's going to happen in our lives. And we just kind of make the decisions that will make us learn those lessons sooner or later. It's almost like when people say you cheat death, like say someone is about to die and they cheat it in that moment. And they're like, oh, thank God, you know, I died. I, I like I could have died back there. But then in like a year or two later, they wind up dying. It's like, it's going to happen to you either way. It's just in that one moment, you had that one stroke of luck or you had that, you made that one decision that got you out of it. But either way, that's something we're all going to have to face. We're all going to have to face death or like a specific example. Like maybe someone has a problem with relationships and they keep having the same problem over and over and over again. And eventually they're going to have to learn that lesson. And maybe there's one breakup that goes horribly wrong to where you finally do realize like, dang, this has been my issue. I'm going to fix that. And that, and even though you've been avoiding learning that lesson or you haven't gotten it all those other times, eventually you got it. So that's what I'm saying. I hope I explained it right, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's a mixture of both. There's inevitable things and inevitable lessons that we're going to have to learn. And, you know, it's just going to happen no matter what. It's just going to happen. So that's why I say when I make it. Because I know I'm going to make it. I know I'm going to make it in the industry because, you know, I got the dedication for it. You know, people be entertained by a lot of the things I do. I have a lot of, like, ideas that people like. So I know I'm going to make it someday. But the thing is, I just got to make those decisions to get to it. And that's what I always try to tell my friends. Like, no matter what's going to happen, it's going to happen. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, you know... Whether you're religious or not, because I have some friends that are atheists and stuff like that. Whether you're religious or not, just as long as you have good faith in yourself and good faith that you're going to, you know, be successful one day, just have faith. And I'm not going to say everybody's going to make success because I am a very realistic person. Just because you put in the work and stuff like that doesn't mean you're going to make it. Like, that's something I feel like a lot of people don't say. But for the most part, whether... 
you get that job that you want or whether you just, you know, grind and grind and grind and eventually you do find something that works for you. I feel like in the end, everything is just going to work out. And that's just what I told my friend. I'm like, you know, you may be stressed out about all this right now, but you're going to be fine. And that's how I feel ultimately about, you know, just everything. Like, just as long as you grind, you might not get what you want, but you're going to get what you need. That's the one thing that's always going to happen. You're going to get what you need. So, yeah, I didn't think I was going to go on like a whole spiritual rant or anything like that. But, you know, like I said, this is an episode where I'm just explaining my thoughts to y'all. But, yeah, so with all that being said, I know it's been a while since I made an episode. Thank you guys for like not killing me or whatever. Um, I'm filming this yeah, I'm filming this Friday the 4th, but I'm probably not going to put this episode out until Tuesday because, you know, I mean, I feel like everything I talked about, I can actually release it on the regular day instead of whatever. But yeah, make sure y'all uh, stay tuned with all the content. I've been seeing a few people check out the podcast on Spreaker on like all the streaming services and stuff like that. So shout out to y'all. Keep supporting, um, you know. For all my YouTube watchers, check it out on streaming services because over there I get paid if you listen to it through that. But streaming services, if you're listening, I would also like y'all to check out my YouTube still because, you know, I post other type of content on here. And, you know, now that I'm about to finish school, I really do want to get more into my filmmaking videography type bag. So, you know, obviously check out the content on both platforms because, you know, I try to go hard on on everything that I work on. So enough of all that. With all that being said, stay tuned for the next episode. Like I said, I got a guest I really want y'all to see. But all right, enough of that. Um, with all that being said, thank you guys for listening. I hope y'all enjoyed. And with all that being said, Tevin Jameer from the uh, Hated or Love It podcast, signing out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Match believes that adults date better. Because when you date as an adult, you get to be a little irresponsible with really responsible people. Rip the clothes off someone who actually knows how to put them away. Fall stupidly in love with someone who's actually really smart. Forget being hot. Get them to ugly laugh. Ready to crush on someone who makes you feel whole? If you know who you are and what you want in a relationship, Match is the place for you. Adults Wanted. Download the Match app today.